You're listening to a podcast of Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam for Joy 94.9. Here on Big Breakfast on Joy with Luke and Cam, uh, Rach currently over in Samoa enjoying a holiday. Well, not enjoying it yet, but she will. She'll enjoy it once she <laughs> just hits that tonsillitis out of her. Yeah, exactly. Hits it out of her. I don't know. What are you What are you talking about? Uh, we have a special I'm guest. rattled. <laughs> special guest joining us in studio at the moment. Uh, been on the show a couple of times in the past. Uh, they're here today because season three of Night Terrace, uh, which is an audio comedy podcast... Is that the way? Well, actually, the, the, the good thing is now that we've been on the BBC, we can just call it a radio show and ah. we'll know what we're talking about because it, it used to be. Yeah, yes. It used to be quite difficult to try to explain what we did. But now it's easier. Let's just, go, oh, just say it's a radio show. Just say it's that. It's, it's done. John Richards is joining us. Hello. Hello. <laughs> good to have you back. And, um, yeah, Night Terrace. So, I mean, this is a, uh, a really cool thing that's... You've been, the last season was a few years ago. Uh, and it's sort of recently picked up steam overseas. Well, is that right? Well, this is the thing. So originally, um, myself and my splendid chaps colleagues, we were um, yeah, we did a Doctor Who podcast in 2013 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. And part of that we knew was only ever a one-year project, but it was kind of successful, which we didn't expect. You know, and we went, oh, we got an audience now. Didn't? What do you do with an audience once you've got one? <laughs> yeah. And, and we went, well, we're all actors and writers and things, so we decided to make a you know a narrative comedy. Um, what people in England might call a radio show. Uh, but as a, as a, I mean, it's not quite a podcast. Like, it's digital and you download it, but you pay for it and it's not like a free, like a podcast. Sure. Be. But anyway, so we and we kind of went, well, what would our audience enjoy and what would we enjoy writing? And basically, it's Doctor Who if it starts Susan from Neighbours. That's effectively what we've created. Yes. Um, and yeah, so we did, we did two series quite quickly together. Um, but then we had this thing where the BBC got interested. And while that was all sort of turning, we thought we'd wait to see if we picked up English fans before trying to do season three. Right. Um, it's and, been quite fun. Uh, well, yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> including, as I mentioned before, Neil Gaiman has now twice said how great our show is, which is still blowing my tiny little mind. It's so crazy to get English fans on something like Doctor Who, considering it's an Australian team, because England gets so protective over Doctor well, Who. Well, the other thing, I mean, it's, it's not, it's basically so, um, Jackie plays Anastasia Black, yep. who uh, travels, basically she's retired from a sort of secret ASIO slash X-Files type organisation, moved into this, this suburban house of Mooney Ponds, and it suddenly starts travelling through time and space, and that basically annoys her. And that's what I really like about it. She's just irritated. She doesn't want to be travelling through time and space. She just wants a quiet retirement. And there was a guy called Eddie who was selling electricity plans door to door at the time, so he's sort of sucked up with her, and he's his her companion. Companion, uh, yeah, 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 such. yeah, The interesting thing, so David, one of our uh, our co-creators pointed out when we were uh, providing the BBC copies was that there are jokes in there that only make sense if you're Australian. There are jokes in there that only make sense if you're from Melbourne. <laughs> and I kind of love the idea of, you know, being broadcast throughout the United Kingdom, jokes about Mikey cards and, you know, it was, just, <laughs> it was really nice to have that revenge, you know, after so many years of us seeing English comedies where people talk about Asbos and, and all sorts of stuff, we just don't know what the hell they're talking about and EastEnders references. Yeah. To kind of do the same thing in reverse was quite fun to, to talk to the English. I think Australian humour is so specific as well compared to the rest of the world? Have you found that, you know, there are literally times when people just won't understand we, what well, the jokes are? We did, uh, and this could be willfully pretentious, we, we did a, um, a, a podcast this year to go along with the BBC broadcast. So we did an episode for each episode in which we talked about each episode for as long as each episode went. Right, so and it's like a notch, like the Talking Dead is a notch exactly, for the Walking yes. Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we kind of oh, did our own God. version called On the Terrace. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> and part of part of that was explaining to the English what various jokes or words meant oh, in, right. each, in each one. So that was quite well. It's educational fun. though, isn't yeah. it? And there was the weird thing too that um, he got. You know, some of these episodes, so 2014, so we're talking five years old, some of them had got more topical since we made them, which was kind of depressing because there was one about Australia and immigration and how awful we are to people, and that was more relevant now than it was then. Uh, well, yes, because we've resolved that problem, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> there was good now. An, an episode in the second series had a Brexit joke in it. That was written a year before Brexit happened. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And you listen to it, I'm going, well, it's clearly a Brexit joke. It was not at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's like the whole Simpsons thing, predicting the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, I love that. So that was quite interesting. But no, it was, it was great. The English have really got on board, I think, for them. Because uh, England is the only country in which you know, radio drama is still yes. you know, a huge thing. And so for them the novelty of hearing an Australian one because uh, yeah, they don't hear those accents and those voices at all yeah um, yeah so that was quite I think fun for them and also yeah they recognise Jackie they know you know they know neighbours we deliberately had hired a, a central actor we knew at least the English would have mm-hmm. we had guest stars from Doctor Who in, in both seasons so yeah. you know Nick Briggs who does the voices of the Daleks was in one Louise Jameson who played Leela back in the 70s for, for people of my age um, yeah she was in the other um, and yeah so that, that whole thing we, we did we were, we were kind of vaguely sucking up to them but not in a way that you know <laughs> It is really interesting because you look at like all the history of any um, English actor, and it's like a good like ten years of just radio dramas as well. I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. John, stay with us. We are going to play a clip shortly from Night Terror season two, so we can give give everyone a taste of what they could expect uh, if they were to get involved in backing season three. So yeah, more of that big breakfast here on Joy ninety four point nine. Still feeling the effects of the weekend. Get some big breakfast in ya. It's Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam. Here on Big Breakfast with Luke and Cam. Big no, Rach. Breakfast. You're really um, prolonging your enunciation. Favouring <laughs> my words. It's very strange. Uh, but uh, speaking of strange, we are joined in studio by John Richards uh, from Splendid Chaps, uh, the sci-fi... Audio drama Night Terrace uh, It's currently got season three on Kickstarter, which is really yeah. exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah. So going back to it again, and now um, the cast uh, from the show previously, they're all back for season three, is that right? Oh, well, I mean, the, we've got three main casts, so yeah, obviously um, you know, Jackie Woodman, Susan from Neighbours, as Susan we like to call Neighbors, her, yep. even though it annoys her. Um, <laughs> she's back as the lead, and uh, Petra Elliott and Ben McKenzie, her co-creators, are back as, as Sue and... Um, and Eddie, it's been quite fun for Sue because her character kind of changes this season as we reveal more. Like it's very right. lost, you know, in the kind of yeah. I have to say, I remember going to the launch party for the first season of Night Terrace mm-hmm. several years ago now. Um, and I just love how Jackie, Susan from Neighbours, uh, just loves this project. Like she is having the time of her life working on this. Almost like you know, I guess she probably gets pigeonholed as Susan from Neighbours all yeah. the time. I mean, she's been playing that role for so long. Yeah. And, and the way that they film Neighbours, she doesn't have space to, say, do a, a stage run or anything like this. Yeah. So this, and, and she, at the beginning of her career, did radio drama. We, yeah, we, we used to make it in Australia, and she used to, yeah, do it. So yeah. she's, she's got, and she just loves working. We love working with her. She's so much fun. Yeah. You know, season one, we said, what would you really like to do? To do? I'd love to play a villain. So we wrote this villain for her for season two, who was someone who had the same voice but looked nothing like her. <laughs> 
like it was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nice. a bit, there's a bit where they talk about it going, it's amazing, you're the least like me person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, we have um, got a clip from season two of Night Terrors. Uh, now, John, set this up for us. What, what's happening in this clip? Oh, okay, so this is from the edification of Anastasia Black. Basically, um, uh, Eddie's gone missing. Um, Anastasia and, and Sue have landed on an alien planet where there's a mysterious monster and there's a crew of a ship. They're trying to help them out and then these two cosmic mortals, which everyone's been talking about, who are almost like gods appear to give them some advice. Right, let's check it out. We are omnipotent beings from a different plane of existence. Totally different. It's a super rare plane. You probably haven't heard of it. You're them, aren't you? The cosmic immortals. We go by many names. The space sirens, the cosmic immortals, the... Actually, just those. Yes, we go by two names. Are you trapped on this planet as well? We are omnipotent beings. We do not trap easily. We control nearly all of the dimensions. Height, depth, and time. Not width, though. No, we've never been able to get the hang of that one. What if you turned to the side and did depth? Yes, we tried that. And you've been listening in on us, haven't you? We're part of your plans. The moment you realised we were going to leave, you had no choice but to appear. The ancient female is right. Oi! What are you doing here? Have you come to kill us or rescue us? Kill neither. you? I mean, neither. We have a strict policy of non-interference. Mostly it's so we don't catch anything infectious. But it's also an ethics thing. Our mission is to stop history from being tampered with unnecessarily. The universe has a predetermined path, and we protect it from unnecessary threats. So much for free will. Exactly. Free will is one of the universe's biggest threats. A clip from Night Terrace Season 2. And that was Celia Pecola and Laura Hughes playing the, uh, playing the Cosmic Immortals. We had an amazing cast. I love Celia Pecola. Yeah, we, we've just almost everyone like we we asked has been in this thing. Um, even to, I mean, the the, the late and much loved John Clark. We'd set him up to be the the ongoing big bad of season three, and then of course you know he died. So uh, so he he does appear in season two a couple of times, which is quite exciting. But yeah, um, yeah but we haven't had everyone. Oh yeah, the Chaser. Oh look, everyone who's been on an ABC comedy has showed up. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> I mean, what really comes through is that Australian modern sense of humour, though. You know, it's very mm-hmm. kind of a bit silly, a bit irreverent, but it's. Also also really clever as well you know i'm not even i'm not like a sci-fi person i i particularly don't like sci-fi for the most part but this is genuinely funny stuff we play with a lot of tropes as well so you know often you'll recognize the kind of thing you know from other things you've yeah. seen yeah yeah very very cool so now night terrace uh so season three is currently on kickstarter only launched a few days ago and you're doing pretty well so far i have to say it's, it's all right yeah, <laughs> um, you're about just under a third of the way to your goal so far, which is really, really cool. Uh, so oh, no, a bit more, actually, forty-one yeah. percent over over a third. Oh, maths are not your basic thing. Basic math, no, under, <laughs> under a half. Oh, you're right. No, that's <laughs> notoriously terrible at maths. But yeah, you're doing even better, uh, which is great. Good job. Uh, it's improved just in this conversation. Uh, so, how can people find out about Night Terrace season three and get involved? Look, I mean, easy ways go to our website nightterrace.com. Um, we did pick a pun for a name, which is always terrible. So it's a terrace like a terrace house, not terrors. Night terrace. Yes. There's two T's on there. Oh, we should have thought that through. <laughs> .com. Uh, and, yeah, and, and then you can go to the... Uh, and the great thing is, like, it's expensive to make a show like this. It's, it's you know, we were asking for about 30 grand 
um, which is normally what we, we need to make a series, and yeah, because that has to pay all the actors and the studios and yeah. all the rest of it. Um, but there's also amazing rewards for this show. My favourite one is the one where you get to have basically like an audio extra, like you get to be a, a walk-on part and we always find a really great thing for someone like we try and suss them out and go okay you should be a, a an angry you know part of the mob or you know you should be a computer program or and that i really love i love playing with people to work out what we can get them to do and you know um, no matter where you live we'll find somewhere you can record a something because obviously so many things have processing on top of them yeah that we can make you a you know a, not everyone can come door. into the studio <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, look it's definitely um you know a real passion project made by some very talented uh, australian queer talent as well which is very very cool so definitely uh worth backing that one and getting involved so season three can be made next year yes uh now john also uh the same time at the moment, the Bendigo Short Film Festival. Yeah, it's actually the Bendigo International Short Film Festival and Competition because I right. think it's important to have the longest name you can possibly give yeah. something. Well, well done, you've done that. As someone with five names, I'm sure I don't know what that <laughs> means. Um, so now this one, uh, the entries for this one close in a few days, right? They do, yeah. I mean, uh, this is a thing I'm, I'm running, it's the first time we've done it. Uh, it's funded by the Bendigo Council, bless them. And we're doing like a Tropfest type competition that if you make a short film and put the word Bendigo in it anywhere, and it doesn't have to be the town Bendigo, it can, you, you can call a character Bendigo, you can just have someone use it as an expletive. Uh, you know, anywhere, it just needs to be in there. So that's how, like, you know, the secret password to yeah. be in there. Um, and yeah, look for Bendigo Short Film Festival. It's got a $1,000 prize going. Ah. Um, screenings will be on November 23rd in Bendigo. We've got some beautiful stuff coming in so far, some computer animation, and yeah, and it's just really interesting. And I, uh, that's what we want to see what people can do it's only three days left as you say but you know we've all got phones get your phone out that's the cool thing with this yeah. particular prize like you are looking for those quick creative yes. possibly even phone films it yeah, doesn't exactly. need to be an elaborate production yeah yeah right? that's the thing I'm looking more for, for cleverness you know like like be clever be funny be interesting and that, that's you know that's you know, that's what I say on my my, you know, my grinder profile yeah it's <laughs> just <laughs> be quick and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're under 15 minutes, but three minutes is good. <laughs> <laughs> it's always making so much sense. Uh, so, John, so the Bendigo uh, Film Festival, how can we find out about that? Uh, look, just Google Bendigo Short Film Festival. Yeah, Makes you sense. can find our website or our Facebook page or, yeah, Film Freeway. Very cool. So, the Bendigo International Short Film Festival. And competition. And competition. <laughs> uh, and also Night Terrace Season 3 now on Kickstarter. Yeah, Jump on there. Yes, back it. Get around it. John, thank you for joining us thank on the you. show today. Been a pleasure. Uh, here on Big Breakfast on Joy. This has been a Joy cast of Big Breakfast with Luke, Rach and Cam for Joy 94.9. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher.